Welcome. This is the Get Started Podcast by Yen De Felipe. Get Started is all about your business and personal growth as a small business owner. Join Yen as she interviews entrepreneurs on their humble beginnings, how they got over the pains of starting a business, and be inspired by their stories. This is the Get Started Podcast, where we say yes to getting started and a bigger, louder yes to actually winning the race. And now, on to the show. Hi, welcome to Get Started. I'm Yen De Felipe. Get Started is a discussion space for people who are interested in entrepreneurship, productivity, growth, technology, and everything that comes in between. For today's episode, I will be talking to an accomplished entrepreneur in the field of business process outsourcing in Iloilo City. When we hear the word BPO, the first thing that comes to our mind is usually the multinational companies coming to our city to invest and expand their businesses here. But mind you, there are homegrown, Ilongo-owned BPOs, and that is something we should be proud of. Our guest for this episode is the president and CEO of Cilium Professional Services, a homegrown BPO company in Iloilo City established back in 2011. She will share with us her journey from a five-person startup team to a company with employees of 150, and they are growing. She is a firm believer of that those who work hard actually reap the benefits of their labor. The company's growth in the past 10 years is a testament to the management and employees' dedication to excellent service. Cilium's values of integrity and dedication makes it an invaluable partner to healthcare professionals and businesses in the United States. So let's get started with the conversation with the president and CEO of Cilium Professional Services, Ms. Vanessa Beleza. Hi, Van. Thank you for joining me in this episode. Hi, Yen. My pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, I know you're busy and uh, I really appreciate the time that you'll be spending with me for this interview. All right, so let's get started. Yes. I'm actually curious how you started in this BPO industry. Could you share with us a short background, mm-hmm. how you got into the BPO industry mm-hmm. and eventually having your own company? Mm-hmm. So way back in 2011, Yen, I worked as a project manager for a virtual assistant firm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that firm closed down, actually just shut down without, you know, appropriate notice to its employees. So my colleagues there found themselves jobless in an mm-hmm. instant. So when that shut down, this particular client from that old company went hunting for its, um, its VAs. The term virtual assistance, you know, dates back in 2011 or even further back. So I helped this particular client get reconnected. And my intent then was just to give them their jobs back. Nothing more. So they were so good in 2011. And the rest, <laughs> and the rest is history, so to speak. Yeah, yeah I remember um, that time, it's a little bit alienated pa ang most of Longos or Filipinos with the term VAs. Um, I remember I started a little earlier than 2011, 2008, 2008, mm-hmm. I think. Oh. 
So, medyo parang, what's VA? Anong, anong work, no? So, it was kind of new. And then mm-hmm. eventually, naging, ano na siya, household term. Because everyone's a VA now. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Uh, so, we are proud pioneers of of the industry. Of the industry no? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, that was 2011. And did you also establish, right away when that company shut down, did you establish Selium, the company, right away? No, Yen. It took a long time because mm-hmm. at that time, my sole intent was just to help reconnect people, give them their jobs back. And it was just really a side gig for me. I did not really take it seriously because I was also teaching. I was serious of becoming, you know, an educator myself. I was trying mm-hmm. to build my own career at that time. So mm-hmm. it, it didn't start out like, <laughs> how it is now, layo yeah. sa plano, sang una, kung di inasubong ang company. What made you decide to establish a company instead of just, you know, having it as a side gig, as you mentioned? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So five years down the road, uh, 2011 mm-hmm. to 2015, opportunities just kept coming. So I continued to get all the contacts and through some networking and some people have built relationships in the past just kept coming. So mm-hmm. opportunities just kept coming. And mm-hmm. up until 2015, when the team that I was handling grew to like maybe 20 to 30. And at that mm-hmm. time, I couldn't just do it under the table anymore. Yeah. And we also realized that there's the opportunity right at you know our own yard so why mm-hmm. not invest on it grow it and yeah mm-hmm. so yeah you took that as a sign to finally mm-hmm. have it as a legitimate business mm-hmm. and, uh, i have here actually you shared with me a picture and can you share with us can you tell us more what this picture <laughs> I mean, the story behind this picture. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this photo was actually taken in Davao. This was a vacation. Uh, it was a travel work vacation. So mind you, in 2011, you can do remote work. You can travel, mm-hmm. you can have a vacation and work at the same time. This is the story behind this photo. So this was uh, way back 20, maybe 2012 or 2013, when we could actually mm-hmm. practice bringing our work wherever we are. It's just mm-hmm. funny that now with COVID, everybody uh-huh. is just learning to, to, mm-hmm. to bring, you know, to work from home when in fact, this has been existing and we have been practicing this for a long time already. Um, yeah. But well, it, it's good that everybody's getting into it now and uh, mm-hmm. people seem productive and work-life balance seems to be the name of the game now. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's the story behind it, Yen. Yeah, and this also parang shows me from the five-man team, this is how medyo small pa lang kamudiri. Mm-hmm. But in another picture, this is like boom, parang... I believe this is not the entire no, team. Yeah. No, yeah. This Uh-oh. is 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So how did you, ano, like earlier sa, in the industry or in the business, um, what mm-hmm. were the major challenges that time? Uh, the term virtual assistants in, mm-hmm. in the Philippines wasn't known so much then, although some people were already calling themselves VAs. This is still very alien to the U.S. market because uh, our market is dedicated in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So 
capturing the market and uh, mm-hmm. educating them of what a virtual assistant is was the hardest thing to do. So that's one, because nobody just really knew. Number two is you don't land a lot of good clients, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It takes so much experience, intuition, carving a niche and a product mm-hmm. that will capture a market that you can really trust as mm-hmm. another. And um, yeah, maybe those are the top three, nga pinakabudlay. Really yeah, when carving we were, your niche. The idea of uh, VAs mm-hmm. were kind of new. Correct. Not only to service providers, but even to clients, no? Yes. they're not used to having remote employees. They want their employees to be right beside them or in the Correct. office. Oh. So that was that time. And then could you like pinpoint a certain year, though, consider it as a tipping point for the industry where employers are more open to the idea of having VAs or having remote mm-hmm. teams? Mm-hmm. In, in our line of uh, industry, and we focus mm-hmm. on the healthcare sector in the States. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's only in 2020 when COVID hit. Oh. Um, mm. That's the truth because in the States, the idea or the notion of working remotely or hiring people mm-hmm. um, remotely and all of the work processes can be actually done at home just mm-hmm. suddenly accelerated. So for them, mm-hmm. they have to shift everything. So when they shifted everything from physical work to virtual work, that's when the <laughs> the windows opened, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Then employers or clients or doctors in our case which is our main target base or client base suddenly Mm -hmm. realized that i can hire people remotely so at 2020 is uh, you know it has a good and the bad sides of it Uh, luckily for zillium it was it was a good one we rode the tide so to speak some remote shift states Mm -hmm. so but before the healthcare industry embraced this 100%. You were also servicing other industries? Uh, 2015 to 2017, yes. We dabbled on different industries up until mm-hmm. we realized that we are really better off if we focus on one industry. Because we don't want to be that Chinese shop that's <laughs> a menu, bala. Diba? Yeah. Kapag sa Chinese restaurant, kita non pwede. <laughs> Araw na nun dumudamo, nakabutang. We look like that. But in fact, if we go to healthcare, the opportunity alone in healthcare mm-hmm. is tremendous. So oh. we wanted to be known specifically for healthcare. And also, we have a huge population of unemployed healthcare professionals in the country. It was That's just a true. very good match for us. Yeah. There's this term that you have to wait for the right wave. Like for us, early adapters in the industry. Sometimes, I don't know if you also experienced that at some point in your journey. But for me, it's like, sano pa ni sila ma-embrace full digitalization. So there was this book that I read. It said there that you just really have to make sure that you are still alive and you're still there when the right wave comes. Mm. So for a lot of early adapters, they die before the right wave comes. And mm-hmm. and luckily for Cilium, at least you were there. Now you stayed on. And then ito, ang 2020 was perfect wave for your industry, no? Yes. Oh, oh. Uh, much like the success story of Levi's. 
diba? Levi's yeah. is the local, how we pronounce it, right? But it's Levi, mm. Levi or Levi for them. The bad that it started, it rode the tide of gold mining at that time. They produced mm. jeans or workwear for miners. Miners, yeah. Because of the gold rush at that time. So, they're na yan, nag-ride the tide ang, ang amuna yung klase, isang industry. They're asla yan nakilala, kaya nasasubong look at them now. So, I think, you know, the same goes for for businesses. Sometimes, uh, chakto ka, may, may chimpo ka, Ged. Pero kung alam, magabotan ng chimpo, dapat ready ka man. Diba sinatulog-tulogan? Oh, <laughs> Wala ka tulog-tulog. <laughs> oh, or, so, or importante, para ka pa. No, I mean, sustaining it until that opportunity arrives. I'm sure may ara kagid, you know, partida of success. But a lot of businesses, I'm sure, nga nakita mo man, especially in the technology space where we are operating, damo man nga, you know, we just have to shut down and, you know, mga startups mm. and all that. Oh, oh. So it's good to know Kapos that Siliam's there. Oh, kapati hindi, tama na ba, Sol? Kapos lang ibang tuwan, mag-give up mo. Especially wala, may may kakatabo. Nananapanong duman, pamanas ang una, mga 2013, 2014. Yeah. Ay nga, so, sige, patanin nga doon, wala man yung may kakatabo. <laughs> so, you, you also had, like, you oh, also oh. had those thoughts when you were in the business, early oh, stages. Oo, oh, balik na lang ko pang yung playo. Ay, though, mas stable. Ay, pareho ka. Oo, oo, oo. Ano naka disheartening. Ti, yeah. I, I like the analogy and I like the story you said earlier. Nga, ti, pag uh, ara na ang chimpo mo, ara hmm. ka pa da, doon mo yeah. ginang natabo actually sa zilium. It's pretty much like surfing. You have to ride the small waves, and I, you know, sometimes you get impatient. Nang is this even worth my time? I should be somewhere else and all. And then you know, and suddenly the perfect wave comes in, and then you ride mm-hmm. it. And then you're still there. <laughs> yeah. So it's really <laughs> good. I have here another photo. Um, these are, yeah. When I ask you about what are your biggest wins in the business, and you sent me this picture could you tell us more about this one okay so this one again is actually our first ever medical exhibit in the states this picture was taken in the american association of family physicians and this is an annual medical convention and um, at this time around this was in 2019 it was held in philadelphia so mm-hmm. i went there to exhibit the company and its services and its products mm-hmm. and it was a big thing diba do sa ano ba lang mm-hmm. isa ka gamay nga kumpanya linsay luilo nakalabot sa <laughs> sa annual convention isa sa pinakadako nga association sang family med sustains mm-hmm. so i'm sorry dela yan okay we only see bigger companies who can you know they can afford to be there and they have all that and yeah it's good to know that the homegrown bpo from iloilo is there no so did you get very good leads from this convention oh yes in fact mm-hmm. naga counting ko sang january lang like i looked at the sales for the entire 2020 and we already reaped 75% more of what we spent for this conference So, nakaginan oh. siya na 75%. <laughs> Naka-ROI na. Is, yes, naka-ROI na. Kag, wala pa nadadadala ang future income from this conference because 
We still have the leads or the clients that I got from this conference. We still have them as clients now because they're very happy with the service. So come 2021 and hopefully a few more years down the road, triple na ang ROI sa conference nga ini. Galing kay Tidimalas lang na COVID. All conventions are, were canceled last year and we don't know until when pamabalik. But this was a big win, certainly. Oh yeah, definitely. And this one is your Christmas party, I believe. And uh, you're sort of celebrating man, no? Ang growth ninyo. It's 150 and you are planning to double it by this year or next? Uh, the projection for this year is we will double the full-time employees for 150 to 300 for 2021. Uh, we opened up a site in Rojas, fourth quarter of uh, 2020. So mm -hmm. we're hoping to grow the site over there as well. Oh, you know, another win despite the COVID that we were able to open a site, provide more employment, not just in Iloilo City. Yeah. And perhaps the biggest win is for Ilongos and uh, the people of Western Visayas to you know, uh, and at least with the employees, maskin sa employees na lang sa Zilium is to have, you know, uh, to have a job that they can, they're, they're proud of. Yeah. The culture that we have built within the company, nga kami lang man ang makapabugal, gid. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm glad I'm able to establish an environment for them that can compete with multinational BPOs. Well, amo naman sa mega world, di ba? Kapila-kapila But at least we have a place that we can call our own and we can be ourselves mm -hmm. and, and really practice Ilonggo culture and uh, provide work-life balance for our people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You kept emphasizing that work-life balance. So I assume nga it's a top priority sa company nyo to make sure that everyone's having a balanced life. Yes, Katie, balaan mo naman kung ano ka stressful sa BPO, bala nga ginatawag. So, gusto na mo nalain nun, uh, maybe 60% of our employees work at night and hindi na siya joke bala. Mm -hmm. So, to tell them that we care and do something about personal and professional lives means a lot to them. Giving them the chance to work from home, giving them the privilege to attend to their family first, before mm. trabaho, makulat man nagurong ubra, is wow. uh, something that we really take seriously. Being a mom myself and juggling personal and professional life, ang bako sa ilang sindihan ko ginaginagyan niyo. So, maskin yeah. man bako mo siya, mag-ano, patakadako sa ulihi, tani, hindi ta madula, ang values ta, kag, you know, pag may peace of mind ka bala sa balay mo, you know, that your kids are well taken care of, maka-attend ka sa graduation <laughs> sa yeah. bata mo, diba, araw sa balay mo, makapadalagan ka sa panimalay mo, uh, hindi kailanlan yung trabaho lang tanan. Tani, mabalansin nyo. Kag gusto ko mabalan nyo, ngayon sindihan ko na. Hmm. <laughs> They're working hard for their families and then doka ironic if they won't be able to attend like graduation, something like that because of work. So it's kind of what? Nag-work kagani para sa mga kids man and you cannot even attend mm -hmm. some school activities that are really, you know, relevant man sa growth nila. So mm -hmm. that really makes sense. And I really, really hope na Cilium will be able to keep that no matter how much you will be scaling in the next few years. 
to be a challenge, I believe. Yes. But and this is one picture that I actually am very personally curious what the uh-huh. context is. So um, this kind of went viral among Ilongo netizens. <laughs> I actually saw this so just you know common search, and then I saw this, and yeah, people were commenting, and even I when I saw uh-huh. it. There's something like the, you know, the streamer uh-huh. behind it. Could you just give us a little context on what's uh-huh. the, the story behind this? Yes. Chakto ka nag-viral, That's half of the goal. <laughs> to actually create an ad that will be unlike any others that's around, mm-hmm. right? So number one, as you can see, Hiligay non, diba? Mm-hmm. In English, dapat hiligay non because we know that if we use our very own language, matatak na siya. Ya. How many mm-hmm. billboards do you see nga nagamit sang dialect? Almost wala gani eh, diba? May ara, Cebu Pacific, but they even had Iloilo spelled incorrectly. Ilo, ilo, ilo What? Uh-huh. I too bad. Diba? So, half of the goal there, Yen, is to, you know, to create something that will really attract or create traction, you know, uh, within the city. Pero, ang subliminal meaning, yun sina, yeah, actually, Yen, is for our healthcare professionals. Mm-hmm. Nga, tilan tawa, balang sitwasyon nila, balay, yeah, nurses. Let's mm-hmm. take the case of our nurses. Hindi natago sa aton, nga, yeah. our nurses work, you know, what, double shifts? Mm. 16 hours before you could be considered a regular ma-volunteer ka. Anay, pila ka tuwig? Dua? Mm. <laughs> volunteer ka, ikaw pa mabayad. Mm. Or, if you get lucky, you can be called a casual or contractual and pila sildo mo? Six? Eight? Thousand? So, mm-hmm. we feel the hardships of the people sa amunibilang space. Mga medtexta, nurses ta, pharmacists ta. PTs, they're so much undervalued. Kagam, they're a price possession. Sila, they're a zillion. So, I'm going to share na. Ah, okay. So, you're offering them opportunities na, you know, hey, if you're not compensated well or hindi ka na happy with where you are at right now sa mga professional career, then you're offering them like an alternative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, I was like initially thinking before now you were trying to send that message to BPO employees from other multinational companies <laughs> nga super burnout. So probably it can go two ways, man. <laughs> Pwede. Why not? But, second target. Did, <laughs> did, did you intentionally have it there beside Coco Martin's chill tayo? Hindi yan. Coincidence na yan. Kagdo ka sa jagan eh. Oo. Oh, I thought because you... Ah, as in wala. Later niya na lang na ano. Because I thought mm. you really intentionally had it there because there was already an existing poster nga chill. No. <laughs> wala. Hindi <laughs> na siya planned. Doon ka funny lang nga doon munang gwa yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. So at least I got my answers na direct from the president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got me curious as well when I passed by it. So, you know, there are a lot of um, millennial entrepreneurs, COVIDpreneurs, um, you know, people who want to say goodbye to a 9-to-5 job and want to be entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have some advice or tips for those mm-hmm. who are just starting out a business from your experiences, mm-hmm. man? I think number one, Gurian, is uh, know where your heart really is. passion. Number two, mo skill. Um, when I started, yeah, I I never knew I had business management skills. 
all I knew was that I am a teacher and I'm an educator by heart, that I mm-hmm. took that very seriously. And using that passion and skill in, in teaching others and mentoring others, I was able to build this organization using those skills. The second lang na ya is, you know, you have to learn the other aspects of business, for example. So if you know your passion and your skills, you have to be ready to also open your mind and learn what other aspects of business will make you succeed. Kasi passion is not enough. You have to learn the ropes, so to speak. In my case, I had to learn at that time, I had to also learn SEO. I mean, sino mo niya ba learn? Malearn sang SEO. I had to understand Google Analytics. I have to understand how marketing works. I have to understand sales. Kung one-man team ka, ti, you know, get others to mentor you. Katamod na, musubong libre mo. Mga Ivy League companies nagahatag. Mga libre, gani nga mga courses because of COVID and, you know, their way of helping. So, I think those two to start. And uh, let's go back to what you said earlier. When the wave comes, ti make sure nga ara ka pa. Don't yeah. give up on your dreams or on your passion. That's right. Yeah. That makes really sense. Um, a lot of people are talking about passion, but mm-hmm. they forgot ang part nga skill. It has to be balanced. Hindi pa de puro passion lang, de ba? No matter yeah. how passionate you are, so singing, if you don't have the talent or skill, so parang di kaya eh, di ka man successful singer guru. Maski ano ka kapassionate sa pagkanta, de ba? Yeah, for my last question, this is not business related question. If you were to start something new probably a diet program mm-hmm. or something or whatever that is, what would that be? Huh. Uh, funny thing, uh, yeah, in 2020, when everything shifted, I was able to accomplish uh, two personal goals that otherwise would have taken me three to five years to accomplish. But because of COVID, I just had to make them happen. So that's mm-hmm. fitness. I lost uh, around eight kilos. Um, oh, and wow. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, very happy with my health before COVID. So that's mm-hmm. one. And then second, I got into baking, <laughs> which uh, was only a dream. Mm. I accomplished those two, and I'm very happy about that. So siguro, if there's something else that I will want to <laughs> accomplish other than zillion goals, which is to make sure we hit our goals for 2021, is to read 12 books, <laughs> one per month in oh, 2021. Wow, okay. So, mag- okay, one ka book ka a month. Oh, oh. oh, wow. Okay, so I hope you can get started on it. One book, 1.5, or one book equals to 1.5 month, months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, at least you got started na. I mean, you know. So, yeah, it's really good to know that um, my time ka pa to do baking and all. Siyempre, pag lockdown, that's good to know. And uh, that's pretty much it. I've asked all the questions that I've prepared. And thank you for sharing your journey with us. It's really interesting to see a very small startup team growing into a 100 and growing more and more no? in the next two or three years. So, yeah, thank you, Van. Thank you for your time. I hope that we have also inspired more entrepreneurs, whoever is listening to this show. So thank you. I'll put you backstage uh, while I'll close the show. 
All right. So there you go, Vanessa Beleza, the CEO and president of Zillium Professional Services. She mentioned passion is not enough. You should have the proper skills also to grow whatever you want to grow, whether that is a hobby, a business, or your professional career. So I hope that you learned a lesson or two from her story. I'll catch you again next Wednesday on our Facebook page. Get started. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.